Welcome to the Wealthy After Divorce podcast. Jackie Ressler, a divorce financial planner with almost 25 years experience, and myself, Melissa Freidenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. We are both certified divorce financial analysts and your co-hosts. If you're thinking about divorce or in the process of divorce, this is a time for you to take a deep breath and give yourself permission to gain clarity on the financial decisions you're facing. While the term wealth typically refers to money and possessions, we know that truly being wealthy means a whole lot more. Together with our guests on this podcast, we will help you live wealthy after divorce. everyone. Welcome back to the Wealthy After Divorce podcast. This is Jackie Ressler, and this episode is for people who are done with their divorce. So if you are not finished with your divorce, you probably want to skip ahead to another episode and earmark this one for later because you will be coming back to it most likely. Today's topic is all about quadros. So now that the divorce is done, you know that you need to get your quadros taken care of. And I'm going to talk today about what that means, why you need to do it quickly. And I'm going to explain the steps that happen when your quadro is being prepared because it can be confusing. So first up, what is a quadro? A quadro is a qualified domestic relations order. And it's uh, for short, it gets called a quadro, Q-D-R-O. And that is the legal document separate from your judgment of divorce that will divide up any qualified retirement plans pursuant to your divorce. So a qualified plan is an employer-sponsored plan. So it could be a 401k, it could be a 403b. Um, when we're pretty much today, we're, I'm only talking about those private sector plans. So if you're dividing up a military or a civil service uh, plan, that's going to be a different episode for a different day. Today, we're just talking about private sector plans. And there are two kinds, two main kinds of retirement plans. The first kind is a defined contribution plan, and that would be a 401k type plan. And that's the kind of plan where the employee and or employer put away money on a tax deferred basis for retirement. And that money grows based on the underlying investments. And you can tell that it's a defined contribution plan because you can get an account statement as of a certain date that tells you what the current lump sum value in that account is. The other type, main type of pension or retirement account is a pension plan. And a pension plan is also known as a defined benefit uh, retirement plan. And in that type of plan, you have a situation where the employer promises to pay the employee X amount of dollars per month for the rest of their life, no matter how long they live. And it's going to be calculated based on a different formula for whatever the plan has in place. And that's really kind of the gold standard, too, of retirement plans. Because, again, we like those incomes that you can't outlive. And that can be divided in a divorce case as well. 
So why do I feel comfortable talking about this topic? So yes, I am a divorce financial advisor. I'm a CDFA and I've been a divorce financial advisor for 26 years. But in addition to that, in 2002, I started a quadro preparation firm with my former partner. And I was at that firm until 2017, at at which point I decided I really wanted to work one-on-one with clients more and turn my practice into a 100% divorce financial planning practice. But I'm very familiar with all of the problems that occur with delayed preparation of the quadro and with the confusion that clients have about the process in general. And it's not really a simple process. So that's what I want to do today is I want to break it down for you so that you understand what the process is, you know about when you can expect to receive your money, and so that you won't be frustrated by how long this process can take. So let's go through the steps. So there are basically nine different steps that we would go through uh, when you are preparing, when when a quadro is being prepared. So nine steps. So it's kind of a, you can tell already, it's going to be a lengthy process. So the first thing you have to do, I want you to take out your judgment on divorce. And I want you to look in the section that's labeled retirement accounts and look and see who has been appointed to prepare your qualified domestic relations orders. Usually there's going to be a company named in there that you're required to use. Um, If there isn't a name, then you can go online and you can look for Quadro Prepare Michigan to find someone to prepare that order for you. But if there is someone in there, what you want to do is you want to go to their website and you want to print out their intake forms. And if you are the person, whether you're the person who's receiving money or the person who's losing money, don't wait until the other side takes care of this because the sooner you get this started, the better, regardless of which side you're sitting on. So the first step number one is that clients hire the quadro preparer. In order to hire the quadro preparer, you're going to need to fill out some forms. So you're going to need to specify what your personal information is. Um, You're also going to need to provide a copy of your judgment of divorce, but only the pages relative to the retirement account division. So you don't need to give the entire big packet of your judgment of divorce. You also want to make sure that you include a caption page though. And that's the page at the front that says your case number, who the judge is assigned to your case, who's plaintiff, who's defendant, et cetera. So you're going to complete all of those forms, probably sign a fee agreement, and you're going to submit your payment. And so usually the quadro preparers locally here, they charge a flat fee per quadro. The second step, is that the quadro preparer is going to look at what you sent and they're going to determine if they need to, if they need you to provide any additional documents. So that might be account statements. If accounts are being equalized, Um, it might be information on whether or not the the person whose pension is being divided is hourly versus salary. Um, And they may need to get information and statements from both spouses. So if there's going to be any difficulty With cooperating, again, this is why it's best to do this sooner rather than later, because the sooner, the closer you are to your divorce case, you can reach out to your attorney and say, hey, my ex-spouse isn't cooperating with this and get them involved if you need to. Um, Once the quadro preparer has what they need, they prepare the order and then they send it off to the plan administrator for pre-approval and for the attorneys to review. So that next step is that the quadro preparer gets the order together, they send it to the plan administrator, who is usually a third party 
hired by the company, the employer's company, to review quadros. And they're sending it there informally just to say, hey, can you take a look at this and see if it looks right? And in the meantime, they're going to send it out to the attorneys and the attorneys are going to review to make sure that it, it is in agreement with what was agreed to in the judgment of divorce. And they're going to look at it for the legal content to make sure that it looks good. And they will likely recommend that you client sign that order. Um, now, step three is the attorneys are going to collect all the party's signatures and submit it to the court for entry. That's step number three. Okay, we're still only about a third of the way done. So the next step is that the attorneys are going to send that signed court order to the plan administrator for their official review. So remember, the quadro preparer has already sent a draft copy of the order just to get a preliminary review because some companies will review it quickly and let the quadro preparer know, hey, we don't like this wording in section five. Can you change it to this? We never, rec I would never recommend that you wait though for the official order to be sent, that the official one is the signed copy that was signed by the parties and by the judge. You don't wanna wait on that before you send that in, even if the preparer has not heard back on that draft order. So the attorneys take care of sending the order to the plan administrator, not the quadro preparer or the quadro preparer. Their job was just to draft that quadro. They were, it was not their job to collect anyone's signature get it sent, entered with the court or send it to the plan administrator, the official copy. So once that's sent, now it's in the plan administrator's court. Step five is the plan administrator will send a confirmation letter to all the parties stating that they received the proposed quadro and they're going to decide what they're going to do with it. They have an unlimited amount of time it can sit on their desk before they determine if it's qualified or not qualified. In fact, it's really technically only a domestic relations order until the plan administrator says it's qualified. Then it's a qualified domestic relations order. So they will review it. If you, if the employee is already retired, there is a maximum of 18 months that the quadro prepare that the sorry excuse me the plan administrator um, has to review that order and make a determination, but that's only if the plan participant or the employee is already retired and in pay status. So sometimes these can sit on the plan administrator's desk for a very very long time. Um, we've experienced that for a lot of clients who have been. Um, at certain large automotive companies around here, sometimes lately they've been taking a lot longer to process through the order. Next step. So let's say, hey, the quadro has been reviewed by the plan administrator. They have two options. One, they say, yes, it's approved. Two, they say it's rejected. Just because it's rejected doesn't mean that it was done wrong or drafted improperly. It just means that whoever was reviewing it felt like there was some language that was conflicting. Um, they may, maybe wanted something specific. As a quadro preparer, I always used to tell attorneys that if the plan wants me to put the Star Spangled Banner in there, I'll do that as long as it doesn't conflict with the intent of the parties in their, as expressed in their judgment. So it does um, you know, make a difference who gets that order to review, how educated they are. Sometimes the rejection letters um, don't make sense and the quadru preparer needs to get involved again to try to resolve the issue. So number six, if the plan administrator sends a rejection letter out, we're bumped back up to step two. So everything goes back 
to the quarter preparer who needs to create a revised order. When they create a revised order, once an order has been rejected, then we start all over again. It goes back to the attorneys who collect the signatures and then back to entering with the court. And then the attorneys, after they submit it to the court, then they submit it again to the plan administrator for review again. And sometimes it does happen that an order might get rejected multiple times. So I know it's frustrating, but it does happen, unfortunately, sometimes. And so you just keep getting bumped back around to that step until you get an order that is approved. And again, the only the only party that can say whether it's approved or not is the plan administrator. It's not the judge. It's not the attorneys in the case. It's not the clients. It's only the plan administrator. So all of that power is in their hands, whether or not it is qualified or non-qualified. So let's say, okay, now we find we've got a qualified order. What's the next step? So we were on step six. Step seven is the plan administrator will send out a distribution paperwork to the alternate payee or whoever is the non-employee spouse. That's just a a fancy word for the non-employee spouse is alternate payee. And they're going to send out paperwork for that person to complete. In the paperwork, it's going to ask, how do you want the money? Do you want a check distributed to you? Or do you want it rolled over to an IRA account in your name? Or do you want a little bit of each. You want to take some money out and you want to roll the remainder over into an IRA or retirement account in your name. So at that point, I'm going to recommend to every person that they consult with a financial advisor to determine what's best for them. Because once you take the money out, you can't really put it back in. The taxes are going to be withdrawn. Um, the IRS requires and uh, a temporary 20% automatic withholding from that distribution that goes out to the IRS and the rest is sent out to the the client if they want to take a distribution. Now, these the important conversations to have with your financial advisor are if you're younger than 59 and a half years old, you can take money out of a 401k quadro quadro distribution and avoid the 10% penalty that would normally apply if you are not 59 and a half years old. So you have that one-time window of opportunity when you're getting divorced to access money in a qualified plan and not uh, pay any penalty on it. Now you still pay ordinary income tax, but you don't pay that additional 10% penalty. So you really want to make sure that you think about the pros and cons of taking a distribution now and whether or not you want to roll that money over into a retirement account. Once you roll it over into a retirement account, you can't say, whoops, I changed my mind. At that point, the money is there. And now anything that you take out is going to be subject to ordinary income tax at your highest bracket and a 10% penalty if you're not 59 and a half years old. So this is a pretty big decision. So once the alternate payee makes a decision, the next step is they complete the paperwork, they return it to the plan administrator, their address is going to be listed on all the paperwork that you got, and then in most cases, there's going to be a 30-day hold place before you get your check, before the money gets transferred into the alternate payee's name. Now, the two parties can agree to waive that 30-day hold period. Um, but unless you know about that, you might not consider that. So after the 30-day hold has been lifted, now we are at the final stage. The plan administrator 
distributes funds to the alternate payee. Now, in the best case scenario, this could be a process of a couple months. Um, worst case scenario, the alternate payee may not get their money for much longer than that. It depends on how long it takes the parties to hire the quadro preparer, how long it takes the plan administrator to review the orders. Um, those are That's why timing is really critical, because once the divorce is done, the owner of those accounts can change the beneficiary from their spouse to someone else. Even if their judgment of divorce says they're not supposed to, legally they can. So timing is critical here. So I always encourage clients when the divorce is done, even though you wanna take that divorce decree and stick it in a drawer and not look at it for a while, the very first thing you should do is determine who's gonna be preparing your quadros, what paperwork do they need, and you fill out that paperwork to get this process started. If you have any more questions about this process, I am going to link some additional information in the show notes. And of course, if you want to schedule an appointment with our firm to talk about what your options are post-divorce in terms of what to take out and how to invest the money after your divorce is done, our contact information can also be found in the show notes below. Thank you for listening to the Wealthy After Divorce podcast. You can find more information on Melissa Fradenberg and Jackie Ressler on our website, www.pearlplan.com, as well as on our podcast website, www.wealthyafterdivorce.com.